If you're in the market for a new home, you might think that real estate agents are just for the seller. But buyers with real estate agents are smart shoppers, and the seller pays the commission. But buyers beware. Before you choose an agent, read our story. Choose agent carefully before buying a house when you hit moneypit.com. Just click on ideas and tips, then click repair and improve. And for answers to any home improvement or home repair questions, give us a call right now. 888-MONEYPIT. Coast to coast and floorboards to shingles. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Call us now with your home improvement project, 1-888-MONEY-PIT. We will help you get the job done. Maybe you don't have a project. Maybe you're thinking, hmm, I could use a project. Maybe you could suggest one. Well, we could do that, too. Call us at 888-MONEY-PIT. Maybe you started a project and said, <laughs> oh, no, what do I do next? We can help you with that, too. I tell you, you know what I've been sort of thinking of as Spring is like inching closer and closer and everything in the yard is just sort of wet and muddy. I'm hoping that those plants that I planted when I redid my yard last year, and you right. know, they're the ones that are, is it ant, perennials that come back every year? Because the garden, you know, is not my forte. Right. I'm looking at this blank dirt bed and I'm hoping to God it's growing Something back. Something actually comes up there. I'm right. like waiting. Yeah. I'm looking out there every day. So I'm you know, anybody who's good at gardening, keep your fingers crossed for me because I'm certainly bad at it. one Money Pit is the telephone number. We have a great hour in store for you up first you don't have to bend and stretch when you're filling or emptying your dishwasher there's only eight inches that stand between you and a much easier task we're going to teach you how to install a dishwasher so that it's actually not a back-breaking chore to use it it's not a calisthenic exercise when you're reaching in there for your coffee mug exactly and also when you're waterproofing your home remember your windows they are in fact the weakest link when it comes to water we're going to tell you how to keep them watertight and today we're giving away a Moen rain shower showerhead with pressurized spray. It's worth 65 bucks, but it can be yours for nothing if we talk to you on the air. So call us right now. You must have a home improvement question. The number is 1-888-MONEYPIT, 888-666-3974. Leslie, who's first? On our way to Oklahoma to talk to Ronnie about gas lines. How can we help you? Hi. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I just got a new house. It's new to me. Congratulations. Thank you. It's got a center island, but it's the island just has electric electric to it, and I and I love cooking on gas. All right, nice even temperature, very good. And um, I like I like flaming up when I'm cooking some. Okay, <laughs> but um, the closest gas I've got the hot water heater that's on the other side of the kitchen wall, about eight feet away. Is this over a basement or a crawl space? No, it's a concrete slab. Ah, that makes it really hard because you're going to have to break up the floor to get the gas line over there. There's no other way to do it. Oh, well, one thing I was going to ask you, I've got like that, that box lighting or the drop ceiling kind of. Right. Is there any way if I maybe made a new island with pillars going up, could you run the gas line through the pillar from the ceiling? Yeah, sure. If you had pillars that came down, you could hide it from the ceiling and bring it down from the top. Absolutely, you could do it that way. But, you know, frankly, it might be just as much work to uh, break out a section of concrete floor to set the gas line in there and bring it up. Plus, then design-wise, if you start to build this island up to the ceiling, you're going to sort of lose that openness and the accessibility from all corners. So you're kind of sacrificing, you know, the the savviness of an island by doing that. Yeah, although it seems like a major job, 
frankly, breaking up a piece of that concrete floor to get that pipe across, it's not terrible. I mean, it could be done in a day. Um, it's not structural, the floor. And I'm just going to ask you, do you have uh, hydronic heat? Is, do you have any heat in that slab at all, or is it, or do you have heat no. through ducts? Well, then there's, then there's nothing in the slab to worry about hitting. So you could simply do it that way. Cut open the floor, drop the gas line in that floor, patch it over on the top, bring it up under the, the island, and then, then put new flooring down. What's your flooring? Is it vinyl? What is it? Uh, it's tile. It's ceramic tile? Well, you may be even to break up enough tiles in that area to be able to do the trench and then put the, put the tiles right back down again. You wouldn't even see it. All right. Well, that sounds like the way to go then. All right. Well, good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT. 888-666-3974. Leslie, who's next? Now we're going to Pennsylvania and talking to Mike. What can we do for you? Well, I'd like to install a laundry chute. I have a uh, single-story brick ranch house, and I want to put a laundry chute in the closet. I'd like to build the top of it about waist high, uh, and I'd like to know uh, what's the best way to do that uh, and what I could line that with so that the clothes don't snag as they're going through. Have you thought about maybe moving the washer and dryer up to the main floor? I have, but that's not going to be possible with the arrangement of the bedrooms and all the kids. So you want to construct a laundry chute and you want to line it. Usually the best laundry chutes are lined with metal. And what you could do, Mike, is you could um, contact an HVAC contractor after you have the chute constructed, and you can have them make a metal duct that basically lines it. Starts from the, you know, the entrance right down to the bottom of the chute. That would be a nice, easy way to do it. Or if you can actually fit in there as you're doing this, you could also line it with wood. But then, as you say, um, the risk is that you'll have some splinters or some nails or some fasteners. Stuck. If you used a, um, a very good glossy paint surface on it, that would minimize that. But those would probably be your options. How long is the chute going to be altogether? Uh, three, four feet. Tell you what, you might just want to have a duck made for that. I hadn't even thought of that. That's kind of light bulb went on in my head. <laughs> right that. That's what we do. That was us. We were pulling the switch. Thank you very much for your help. <laughs> All right, Mike. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEYPIT, 888-666-3974. Gosh, that would be the funnest thing, just to chuck your clothes down and have them waiting for you in the laundry room. But then you No, the funnest thing would be to chuck there. your clothes down and have them just come back up, cleaned and pressed. That would <laughs> be the Already back thing. in your drawer. That would yeah, be amazing. Yeah, already back in your drawer. Now, if I had one of those when I was a kid, I'd be like, hmm, how would I slide down here? <laughs> Gillen Maryland's up next who finds the money pit on WJFK. And what's going on with your pets? Uh, well, we just moved into a new home, have new carpeting throughout the home, and I have a miniature schnauzer that uh, has picked a spot to urinate on. Uh, got rid of the smell. <laughs> yeah, ooh, I agree. Uh, got rid of the smell, um, but the stain is still there. It is a lighter colored carpet. It is a cream colored carpeting. I'm looking to see what might I be able to use that won't destroy the carpeting That'll get rid of the stain. I've got two options for you, Gil. One of them is called 123 Odor Free. It's from a company called Just Right out of the Midwest. And it's a series... 123 Odor Free? Odor Free, yep. And it's from JustRight.com, and it's R-I-T-E. And there's several products that work together to get rid of the odor that may cause your pet to go back to the same spot. There's another product that gets rid of the yellowing, and another product that gets rid of the bacteria that grows under the rug. So it's a series of steps but it really does work. If the spot is super-duper stubborn, Bissell has a product called the Spot 
Crock-Pot. I don't know, you might have this, or you might have seen one somewhere at a store. And it's basically a miniature robot that uses a cleaning fluid, and you just put it down on top of the stain, and within five minutes, it's made the stain disappear. So one or two of those, or both, are really going to make your stain go away. The other thing I want to give you a heads up about, Gil, is that sometimes when you're dealing with, uh, with pet stains like that, um, part of what's down there is uriatic acid, and that can react with some carpet dyes and make it lighter. And it could look like a stain, but it actually could be that some of the carpet is sort of dyed out. And then if that's the situation, then unfortunately it's permanently uh, stained and or permanently discolored, and you would have to replace that. So give this these products a shot, but don't be surprised if you have a situation where, especially if it sat there for a long time, it could be that the pet's urine reacted with the carpet and that acid just lightened up the whole thing. Okay, I appreciate the information. I will give these items a try. Listening to The Money Pit on WABC, we've got Kay in New York, New York. What can we do for you? Uh, I had a girl in to help me clean, and she used oven cleaner on the oven, which was okay, but she laid her, the can, which was to been lead on the bottom, on top of my uh, formica. It may not be exactly Formica, but it's some, something close to Formica, right. and I have rings around it. Um, I'll give you one tip. Now, is, do you think these rings are a discoloration in the, from, in the laminate itself, or is it something that's on top of it? Yeah, it's a little dark, and the circles are, they're getting a little lighter. Okay, if they're getting a little lighter, that means that, that it's something that's on top that can be worn off. I'll give you a little trick of the trade. Uh, rubbing compound. It's the same stuff that you use when you're trying to take a light scratch out of, out of your car. It's sort of like an abrasive. And if you rub it with that, or you could also try a little bit of Banami, which is also just a little abrasive as a cleaner, and see if that lightens it up. Do it very carefully, and you may just have a stain there that's on top. It could be a reaction between the metal and the can, and it might have actually pushed some rust on top of that laminate that sometimes has the appearance of, like, soaking in. But if you use an abrasive cleanser, like a Banami, or you could use a rubbing compound, it might come out. Or even, like, granular dish detergent, like dish soap. If you use some of that with a little bit of water and try to just gently scrub the surface. Another option is um, distilled vinegar. You can try to use that as well to help draw it out. And I've even heard of pine saw working. Oh, thank you very much for your help. You're welcome. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT. Here at the Money Pit, we can help you get your home ready for spring. That's why you can call in your home repair or your home improvement question 24 hours a day, seven days a week at 1-888-MONEY-PIT. 888-666-3974. Okay, how much would it take to make dishwashing easier? Well, only about eight inches. Find out what you can do to make dishwashing less backbreaking with a few tricks of the trade for your dishwasher after this. 888-MONEY-PIT. Your lawn is a battleground. Good versus evil, weeds versus grass. Want to win the war? Then use Stay Green Weed and Feed found exclusively at Lowe's. It's the best defense because it kills weeds two times faster than anything we've ever made. And it controls 175 types of weeds while feeding your lawn. So drop by Lowe's today and pick up a secret weapon. Stay Green Weed and Feed. Proud partners of Bush Gardens. When it's time to choose a new entryway for your home, choose the brand more building professionals prefer, Thermatrue Doors. Thermatrue pioneered the fiberglass door. Today, Thermatrue Doors come in more styles and colors than any other brand. Classic Craft represents Thermatrue's premium collection. Fiber Classic is Thermatrue's original wood grain fiberglass door. 
or choose Smooth Star Fiberglass for the look of smooth painted wood. But no matter which ThermaTrue entryway you select, you've chosen the most preferred name in the business. Visit ThermaTrue.com. So AARP has a series of tips for homeowners who want to improve their homes, make them safer and more comfortable. And I found these tips on their website, aarp.org slash home design. In the bathroom alone, I widened the door, installed brighter light bulbs, and put non-slip surfacing on the floor tiles. Instead of wishing my house had improvements, I'm making them. To bring comfort, safety, and a future to any home, visit us online at aarp.org slash home design. Dad, can you make sure there are no monsters under my bed? Anything for you, princess. Don't forget the dust mites in my pillow. Uh, and the pollen, spores, and bacteria in the air. Uh, I'll cast a magic spell to make them disappear. Dad, this isn't a fairy tale. We need an April Air High Efficiency Air Cleaner to trap up to 99% of the harmful particles from our air. There's even an April Air Electronic Air Cleaner that traps viruses. Protect your family from bacteria, viruses, and other airborne impurities with an April Air High Efficiency Air Cleaner. April Air, the best in indoor air comfort. The walls in your home hold memories, hopes, dreams, and quite possibly, mold. You see, traditional drywall has paper on both sides, which combined with moisture can allow conditions that cause mold. That's why more people are insisting on a new paperless drywall called Dens Armor from Georgia Pacific. Unlike conventional paper-faced drywall, Dens Armor has glass mat facings on both sides, and no paper on the surface means one less place for mold to get started. It's that simple and that revolutionary. If you eliminate the paper, you reduce the chances for mold. If you're building or remodeling, stop feeding mold by using Dens Armor. To find out more, go to stopfeedingmold.com or ask about it at your local building supply retailer. Somewhere, a guy is tossing his golf clubs into the water. But you, you'd rather build, say, a burled maple coffee table. RYOBI Woodworking Tools let you do it. RYOBI gives you the power and precision you need to succeed at prices that help you get going. Of course, there's still some equipment involved, but it's power tools. And you don't have to wear those funny clothes to use them. RYOBI Power Tools. Professional features, affordable prices. RYOBI, exclusively at the Home Depot. That's just beautiful. Stay Green Lawn Care Products and Gardening Supplies provide practical solutions for seasonal lawn and garden needs at value prices. Stay Green Products are available exclusively at Lowe's and come with a written guarantee printed on every package and label. The complete line of Stay Green fertilizers, growing media, weed controls, and grass seed help keep lawns looking beautiful year-round and are the perfect blend of science and technology at an affordable price. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show, making good homes better. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti, and we have got a great prize for you this hour. If you want your shower to make you feel like singing in the rain, then you better get on the phone and call us right now at 1-888-MONEYPIT because you could win a rain shower shower head. It's from the folks at Moen. It's worth 65 bucks. It's a 7-inch wide shower head that has Invigorain, which is a pressurized spray. It's super easy to install. It's gorgeous to look at, and it can be 
be yours if we pick you out of our lucky callers we talked to this hour. So call us now, 888-MONEYPIT. 1-888-666-3974. I actually have that shower head. It's amazing. And I sent one to a friend of mine because I had two. And he called me wanted to know where he got it so he could get another one for his house because they are so great. They just give you that real wide shower spray so you just sort of jump in, you're totally covered by water. And it's even though it's like some of those larger shower heads that are like rainwater-like, they sort of just drip and spit at you. This one's really like a pressure rain system. Yeah. You know, you feel great and yeah. it's almost I want the pressure washer shower. <laughs> That's what morning, I always you know? <laughs> want. But I know it rips off your toes, pressure washers, so don't do that. It's not quite that aggressive. I know. It's, but it's, but it's, it's comfy aggressive. All right. <laughs> Let's talk about doing the dishes. It's a chore that perhaps is not the most favorite thing to do in your house. Gosh, everybody hates it. But there is a way to make it easier, and that is simply this. The next time you install a dishwasher, raise it eight inches off the floor. We're starting to see this design in a lot of new kitchens where you have countertops at multiple levels. Different heights. Different heights. And the dishwashers are raised up. Now, why is that important? Because when you put the door down for the dishwasher, you don't have to bend over quite so far or reach in quite so far and strain your back out while you're putting dishes in and taking them out of the dishwasher. Simply raising that area of the kitchen just eight inches will leave you with a lot less stress. And while you're at it, leave a space next to the dishwasher where you can pull up a chair. Then an older relative can sit down to load and unload the dishes, or a family member perhaps who uses a wheelchair will be able to help with kitchen chores. Just with a few tweaks of your kitchen design, it'll be simpler and more effective and easier for you to use your dishwasher. You want more ideas? Go to the website for AARP at aarp.org slash home design. That's aarp.org slash home design. Okay, Leslie, who's next? Jeanette in Florida, you've got the money pit. How can we help? Well, is this Leslie? It is indeed. Oh, how nice it is to talk to you. Thank you so I've much, Jeanette. I've admired you on television for a long, long time. Oh, I thank you. I hope we can help you. Well, you can help me by telling me whether I should attempt this job myself. Uh, I have tiles that have hairline cracks. And I am on a very strict budget. Okay. Are the tiles themselves cracked across the tile, or is it more in the grout? Uh, No, it's across the tiles. The tiles, I think, have been here since about 1970. What kind of floor do you have, Jeanette? Is it is it over a concrete slab that these are cracked? Yes, it is. All right. Well, you probably have some movement in those tiles. Generally, if a floor tile is going to crack... It's because there's movement underneath. It's not a level surface. So as you step on it, it causes pressure in the areas where there's unevenness below it. Yeah, and they, they may have bent slightly and, and then, of course, cracked over the years. And as the actual hairline sort of fills in with dirt, it becomes more and more visually obvious to you. Um, the good news is if it's minor hairline cracks like that, it's not a structural problem for the most part. Uh, repairing it then is there going to be purely up to you in terms of how much it really bothers you. Because, um, unfortunately, there's no real repair for it. It's really just a matter of replacing. And it would be unlikely that you'd be able to find the same tiles. And even if you did, if you tried to re-grout there, the grout lines are not going to match real real well. So, you know, and this is a situation where I may recommend that you just live with it until you're ready to replace the whole floor. Now, there is a process that I heard of, of painting it and then uh, with oil-based paint and then giving it two coats of uh, water-based urethane. Does that sound plausible to you? Uh, you, can paint, you can paint tile, except I would caution you never to use water-based urethane on the floor. It is simply not durable enough. Uh-huh. What I would tell you to do is to get a tile that's similar in color, not the actual floor tile, but go out and buy one that's similar in color, 
and go ahead and put some paint on it and a couple of coats of urethane and see if you like it. You got to make sure that you're making the right mixture of things to stick really well to a ceramic tile. There's actually a product from Flood called ESP, and um, it will help you bond to all sorts of surfaces. So whatever you're going to use as a top coat, you really want to make sure you get that good base there to cause a good stickiness. Jeanette, just remember, if you're going to paint, you know what comes after paint? repaint. Mm -hmm. So eventually you're going to have to repaint that. Once you commit to painting, there's no turning back. That's the what point. What colors are the tiles now? Are they white? Yeah, they're white. Uh -huh. Are they fairly clean? Yes. I've never tried this on a floor tile. I tried it on our, our wall tile. I was chipping away some border tile. I accidentally hit the tile below it and caused a crack in it. And I actually filled it with some caulk. And, you know, I have to make sure I clean that area a little bit more carefully, but it looks good and you can't really see the crack very much. There was another option covering the, the floor with laminate. Absolutely. You know, just you have to remember that your thresholds now are going to be all that much taller. But you could use laminate or you could use locking hardwood floor and you can put it right on top of the tile. You don't have to pull it up. That would be simple, straightforward and affordable. Jeanette, thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Calling in from Newark, Delaware, we've got Gail. What's going on at your money pit? Yes, I have uh, five steps that go from the landing down to the family room. And the second step, it's like the wall is kind of shifted out a little bit, and the steps are coming away, scrapping out, and it's kind of like toenailed from the outside, so it's shifted off. So I've got one whole step that's like come completely out. So I just was wondering, what's the best way? Should you repair something like that? Or replace it? Well, you probably can repair it. You know, you what you might want to do is not nail it back together, but screw it back together. Pre-drill the holes with a pilot hole, with, you know, pilot hole with a drill, and then add long screws to pull it back together so it doesn't separate and pull apart. We had a gentleman come who was a um, handyman, and he said he would uh, use the opposite wall in the laundry room to kind of push the wall over and then kind of attach the, because he says, like, nail something to the cement floor to kind of hold the wall from shifting. So it's the wall itself that's moving? Yeah, and it's just like a framework wall. It's not like a wall Yeah, it's wall. not a structural wall. It's just sort of like a wing wall. Yes, correct. Yeah. You know, what really should happen is you really should take off some drywall from the bottom of that wall and then secure the sill plate to the floor. What are you on top of, concrete slab here? That's, yeah, the bottom yeah. Is, the, is a concrete slab. And and know? really, there's no drywall. It's just got paneling on it. Okay, well, really, that's even better. Yeah, no, you that's can pull, to deal with. pull the whole piece of paneling off and attach that loose part of the bottom sill plate to the concrete floor with, um, with a couple of uh, tap cons, right? A couple of the tap cons. And, and that will stop it from moving. And while it's off, you can work from the backside of the wall and sort of reach right through and attach the stringer and pull it and screw it right into the treads so that the whole thing pushes back together again. Yeah, so you can do it that way. You don't have Absolutely. to actually replace the whole thing. That's correct. This way you'll do it from the, sort of the backside. Yeah, because you usually can't get access to that, but if you pull the piece of paneling off, then you can. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEYPIT. Coming up, your windows, they can be the weakest link in your house. Want to know how to strengthen the weak spot? We're going to tell you in just a bit. You live in a money pit. Money pit. AARP is proud to sponsor The Money Pit. Visit www.aarp.org slash home design to learn more about making your home more functional and comfortable for years to come. 
This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And we make good homes better. Call us right now with your home improvement projects. Call us with your do-it-yourself dilemmas. Hey, if you're working on a project together, call us together. Let's talk about it. You know, nothing says romance more than replacing a toilet together. (laughs) You know, it's sort of a bonding experience. It either says romance or starts a pretty nasty fight. (laughs) Either way, it could lead to romance, so it works for you. (laughs) All right, folks. Well, are you getting ready to plant the garden of your dreams? I'm hoping mine's growing back. I planted mine last year, and I'm hoping I did it right. You know, I don't have the green thumb. Those of you out there who do, I'm so jealous. Let's hope it works for me. But if you're getting ready to start, we've got the dirt and what you need to do to make it work. You're going to read all about it in our very next Money Pit e-newsletter. It comes right to your inbox every Friday morning. It's filled with tons of tips and all the information that you need to do just about any home improvement project. And best of all, it's totally free. So sign up now at MoneyPit.com. Call us at 1-888-MONEYPIT if you have a home improvement question and we can help. You can get a chance at winning a great prize. We're giving away that Moen rain shower shower head today worth 65 bucks. Leslie, who's next? Paul in Panama City, Florida. How can the Money Pit help you? I have a question. I listen to your program and I get some good ideas off it. I built a house about seven years ago and haven't had a problem with my AC whatsoever. And then all of a sudden, I started not to see uh, liquid draining out of my condensation pipe out in my backyard. And I had a new evaporator core put in. And uh, like I said, it's not that old, but all of a sudden, it stopped coming out. I'm just wondering if there's a... Well, if the condensation was coming out and now it's not coming out, the reason could be that the condensate line is clogged. Very often when you put in a new evaporator coil, you could have a label or something else that's actually on that. When it starts to, to work, that piece of paper, I've seen this happen, Leslie, it can Just like float gunk down up and float down it? And just pat, yeah, right, and just block off the drain because there's not a lot of water pressure there, so it'll actually just but block it off. wouldn't you notice this, this paper on the coil? Or no, is because it... it's all in areas that you wouldn't see, but i tell you what we'll notice. When it gets to be super humid out and the thing is really pumping in a lot of water, that condensate drain, if it doesn't open up, is going to overflow and you'll get leaks through the ceiling if that's where the condensate Ooh. pan is. So you got to get on that. It's not uh, normal to have no water coming out of that line, and you really need to figure out why that's happening. So get your contractor back. Have them take a look. It's probably blocked. It shouldn't be a big deal. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT. Angela in Utah, you're next on the Money Pit. What can we do for you today? Yes, ma'am. I was just calling to find out if it's basically worth the money to get a tankless water heater. Well, what type of system do you have right now? Is it gas? Is it electric? Electric. And do you have the ability to go gas or to go propane? No, no. I don't want to go gas or propane. Okay. Well, then you uh, you have to rule out a tankless water heater because um, they're, they're, they may be available electric, but they're certainly not very efficient. What I would recommend, because right now you have an electric water heater, you should install a 240-volt timer on that water heater. And what that can be done is set it so that the, the water heater only comes on for a few hours in the evening and a few hours in the morning, and just the water will just stay hot in between. Also, put a water heater blanket on there. Tankless water heaters are fabulous if you have a natural gas um, hookup for your house, but they're not efficient when it comes to electric. Okay, so if I wanted to do that, I would have to hook up the gas lines and everything else. Yeah, well, and it's you know, going to keep your cost down overall anyway, oh, just switching over to gas, will. because electric is so expensive, regardless of what the price of natural heating is. Yeah, and I'll tell you, in my, in my area, I had, my house was on oil 
for uh, many years, and then we decided to abandon the oil tank. And I was surprised, and I found out that the gas company was more than happy to run a gas line to my house and put in a meter at no cost, as long as I agreed to hook up one gas appliance, which the, w- the thing we started with was a gas grill. And then we added on uh, from there. So as long as you agree to put a gas appliance in, you may have the installation done at little or no cost. If you have gas, a tankless water heater is a fabulous thing to do because although it is more expensive to purchase and install, it's far, far, far more efficient to use. You'll save a lot of money over time. In fact, there's a good website, uh, foreverhotwater.com, that has a comparison meter there where you can put in your local zip code, and it'll tell you exactly how much gas you'll save over the life of the unit. All right. Well, thank you. You're welcome, Angela. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEYPIT. Betty in Wisconsin's got some unwanted water in the kitchen. Tell us what's going on with the fridge. Seems like when I make ice, uh, it creates a lot of their, uh, ice down on the bottom of the freezer part, and then it leaks out on the floor. And I don't know if it's when it's defrosting or when I'm making ice. Hmm. Betty, where exactly is the water dripping out from? Down on the floor. And you have a drip pan underneath this? Yes. If it's a self-defrosting refrigerator, there's usually a tube that comes out and aims towards the drip pan. And what I'm thinking here is that that part of the drain is misaligned or has become jammed or bent or... The tube could even be clogged. clogged. Exactly. Because it's not getting to the pan. It's coming out elsewhere, and that's the issue. So what you're going to have to do is pull that pan out, look under there with a strong flashlight, identify where that tube is, and try to figure out if it's blocked or it's clogged or perhaps it's missing. I don't think that it's a major deal. I think you're just going to have to be a bit of a detective here. And if you can't see under there, I'll give you a little trick of the trade from my years as a home inspector. And that is you can take a small mirror, like the kind that you use for compact like a makeup mirror, and shine the flashlight against that, and that will light up the underside of the refrigerator, and you can see where you're going with the mirror. Oh, okay. Now, I don't want you guys to get the idea that I carried my makeup with me on my years as a home inspector. (laughs) We actually use the folding mirror for that, but I'm not suggesting you go out and buy one, but a compact works fine. All right. All right, Betty, thanks so much for calling us at 1-888-MONEYPIT. Topeka, Kansas, you are on the line. Craig, what can we do for you? In my heating vents in my house, um, it looks apparently like mold just as where it comes out of the vents. Um, I have a 95% efficient furnace with the dual chambers and all that. It's probably not mold. It's probably dust that's building up in that area. What kind of a filtration system do you have? What's one of the expensive ones. Uh, is it an electronic air cleaner or is it just a, a regular filter? Yeah. Okay. That's really not the best kind for, for total efficiency. What we would recommend is something called an electronic air cleaner. And the best one in the business is made by April Air. It was actually ranked number one by Consumer Reports Magazine for the, for the last, past three years. The past three years, yes. They're Model 5000, and it will take out mold. It will take out virus-sized particles and, as well as dust. What I would recommend is two things. First of all, get an improved filtration system for your HVAC system, so a better quality filter like the April Air. Secondly, have your ducts cleaned. Vacuum out everything that's, that's in there. And I think you're not going to see this problem reoccur. Very, very often the air uh, is very dirty in the home. And the other thing that happens around the edge of the ducts is you get this sort of convective loop where you have warm air and cold air mixing. And the, the air sort of washes against the wall, uh-huh. especially if you have a light color wall. Those areas around the ducts and above the ducts tend to look like they're stained or dirty and they could appear to be moldy. But it's really just the dust and the dirt that's in the air constantly being washed against this colder wall where it condenses and sort of sticks to it. 
The Money Pit helping you in your home one project at a time. Hey, did you know windows can be the weakest point in your home and they can allow moisture in? Stick around to find out how to keep the water out and prevent those leaks, mold, warping, and even some costly structural damage to your home next. Money Pit! Dad, can you make sure there are no monsters under my bed? Anything for you, princess. Don't forget the dust mites in my pillow. Uh, And the pollen, spores, and bacteria in the air. uh, I'll cast a magic spell to make them disappear. Dad, this isn't a fairy tale. We need an April Air High Efficiency Air Cleaner to trap up to 99% of the harmful particles from our air. There's even an April Air Electronic Air Cleaner that traps viruses. Protect your family from bacteria, viruses, and other airborne impurities with an April Air High Efficiency Air Cleaner. April Air, the best in indoor air comfort. Give your home an attraction that reaches all the way to the curb at a Classic Craft fiberglass entryway from Thermatrue. Classic Craft, a stunning AccuGrain technology, captures all the beauty and luxury of premium hardwood, but won't split, crack, or rot. Add a sparkling custom touch with decorative glass door tiles, side lights, and transom, too. When you do, studies show your home's perceived value rises as much as 6%. Let the curb appeal of a classic craft entryway enhance your home's look and value. Visit Thermatrue.com. Look at your lawn. Is it in sorry shape? No lush, green, healthy grass? Sounds like your lawn could use a good stick-to-the-ribs meal, chock full of nutrients. So feed it already with Stay Green Extended Feed Turf Fertilizer, found exclusively at Lowe's. Just one application of Stay Green Extended Feed has nutrients your lawn hungers for to keep it green for up to five months. Pick up a bag at Lowe's today. Stay Green, proud partners of Bush Gardens. Table saw. 18-volt drill driver. Eight-piece combo kit. You don't have to just wish you had the power tools you really want. With RYOBI, you can actually afford them. RYOBI Power Tools. Professional features, affordable prices. And they sound really good, too. RYOBI. Exclusively at the Home Depot. I want to keep my home for as long as I can because there are a lot of memories here. I read a little bit about making my house more comfortable and wanted to make my mom's house safer, too. AARP told me about making mom's bedroom door wider and taping down her floor rugs. And I added handrails to our staircases. It was all simple and inexpensive thanks to AARP's tips. Now our homes fit our lifestyles and are ready for years to come. To bring comfort, safety, and a future to any home, visit us online at aarp.org slash home design. AOL's new real estate site has answers for just about everything a homeowner, buyer, seller, or renter may have. In fact, it's like they're reading your mind. Hello? Hello? Who said that? Me, down here. I'm AOL Real Estate. Got any questions about your house? Um, well, I feel a little strange talking to a website, but I do have a question about wooden siding. I live near a wooded area, and sometimes... Aluminum pie pans. I beg your pardon? Aluminum pie pans. Hang them from your eaves. Scares the bejeevers out of them woodpeckers. Wow, that's what I was thinking. Okay, I have a 60s-style bungalow, and every once in a while... Four-inch retro-style moisture-proof tile in your bath. Lose that wet dog smell. That was weird. Okay, concrete driveway and... Vapor permeable sealer. Makes spills yesterday. Pink paint. Lead composition. Stabilize with 3-in-1 primer. Paint over with an Aegean blue to match your eyes. I think I love you. 
AOL Real Estate. So smart, it's amazing. Go to realestate.aol.com to see our own answer man, Tom Kreitler, in action. This portion of the Money Pit is brought to you by RYOBI, manufacturer of professional feature power tools and accessories with an affordable price for the do-it-yourselfer. RYOBI Power Tools, pro features, affordable price. Available exclusively at the Home Depot. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. Okay, Money Pit listeners, so you've bought great energy-efficient windows. They look good and you love them. But did you know that it's the installation that matters most? In fact, how well you install your windows into your home is going to greatly affect how they perform. So if they're not put in right, they're not going to be as great as you think they are. And most importantly, during installation, you need to ensure that a waterproof seal is being created to guide any moisture that's around that window opening away from that window and keep those interior walls dry. While many people have traditionally chosen caulk to create this seal, you really need to think about using a premium waterproof flashing because it's going to offer a more reliable solution and have far greater benefits. Yeah, that's right. And most of the time, contractors grade caulk is used to weatherproof around the windowsill, the headers, and the jams. But when your windows expand and contract with the changes in the weather, the caulk can deteriorate and eventually separate from the wall. The best practice for installing windows includes the use of a peel and stick window flashing, you know, something like Vicor Plus. It's a self-adhered flashing from Grace. The great thing is that it will form a watertight seal around the window, including over nails and staples. If it's a little bit of an odd shape, it is not impacted in any way, and it's a huge advantage over caulk. If you want more information on peel and stick window flashing, you can check out Grace's website at www.graceathome.com, or you can call us right now at one Money Pit. Leslie, who's next? Now we're talking in Glennon, Florida. What's going on with your ceiling? Well, I'm trying to remodel a house, and it has a popcorn plaster ceiling. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people don't like those. What I like to do is get some advice on how to make the ceiling level and have a smoother finish on it. Well, removing popcorn ceiling is a pretty messy job, but generally the way it's done is you want to spray it down, and you have to get it pretty wet, and then you're going to have to take a, a spackle knife, and you're going to have to very slowly but surely scrape that away. Um, the problem is, Glenn, that when you do this, what you're going to find is that even when you get all that popcorn away, it's still going to be fairly uneven. So you're not going to be able to get so much away that you could paint it flush and have it be you know, perfectly smooth. So what you might want to do is use a textured paint after that, but one that's not quite as bumpy and lumpy as the popcorn was. I was thinking about using quarter-inch uh, jet board over it uh, after the popcorn is off. Does that work? Mm -hmm. Well, that's a good idea. Or it doesn't have to be textured at all if you're going to go with the fresh chip board, which would be a new drywall, really. You know, once you plaster over everything, you can have a nice smooth surface and go with just a paint. Well, that's a good thought. Doesn't always have to be textured. That's right, Glenn. Okay, hope that helps you out. Thanks so much for calling us at one eight 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 Money Pit. Ron in Richmond, Virginia. What can we do for you today? Oh, I just have a, a couple of questions about uh, doing an addition. Okay. Okay. What should I expect to pay for about 800 square foot foundation for a two-story addition? Just the foundation? Or, or you mean just what's, what's the average per square foot price? Is that what you're right. saying? Yeah, the average. Well, somewhere in between $100 and $200 a square foot in most parts of the country. 
Um, it's going to really depend on what you're putting into that. If you're doing an addition, we would recommend that you hire an architect to design that first for a lot of reasons. Not only are you going to make sure that it comes out as you expect it to come out, but just as important, you'll have a set of plans and a set of specifications. Once you have those specifications, then you'll be in a position to get competitive bidding. You know, to shop around for a contractor who will then understand exactly what the scope of the project is. And so instead of individually chatting to each contractor and getting, you know, a rough idea based on what your individual conversation was, you've got a piece of paper that says, this is what I want, and each contractor can bid on the same thing. Excellent. Thank you very much. You're welcome, Ron. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEYPIT. Up next, doors that you want open won't stay that way. Well, besides being kind of creepy when they sort of close on their own, it is pretty annoying. But don't use a doorstop. We're going to tell you how to adjust that door to have it working perfectly after this. You live in a money pit. The Money Pit is brought to you by Thermatrue, the nation's leading manufacturer of fiberglass entry and patio door systems. Choose the brand more building professionals prefer and add up to $24,000 to the perceived value of your home. For more information, visit Thermatrue.com. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show, making good homes better. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And good news, everyone. You can now have Leslie and I in your pocket. That's right. The Money Pit is portable. Help yourself to our entire library of Money Pit podcasts. You can even search them by topic. Perhaps you have a home improvement need. You want to search to see if we've spoken about it on the show. I bet you we have. And it's all available for free at MoneyPit.com. Where you can also click on Ask Tom and Leslie, just like JB did from Naples, Florida. And you know what? It's strange. We picked JB's email, but we got several emails on the same exact topic. So a lot of you are dealing with this issue. So let's get to it. I have several doors that just won't stay open. I push them open and within one or two minutes, the door is closed by a third to even half. Must I use an ugly doorstop or can I actually repair the problem? Well, the problem is that the door is not level. It's not plumb. It's not perfectly vertical. And as a result, if it's tilting one way or the other, it's going to force the door to actually swing open or for it to swing closed. Now, that just can happen over time, sort of like a weight sagging issue. I mean, yes, obviously it, it didn't happen in the beginning. Yes. Well, who knows? It may, it may have, or perhaps as the hinges sort of loosened up, there was less resistance. If the hinge is a bit stiff, or sometimes this will happen where it never happened before, and you decide to do some home improvement maintenance and squirt everything with some 3-in-1 oil or WD-40, and all of a sudden they're closing right and left. It's because mm-hmm. they have no resistance anymore. But basically, the reason it's happening is because the door is out of level. Now, you can adjust that, but it's a little bit tricky. What you generally have to do is, first of all, obviously put a level on the door to figure out which way it has to move. But I have found that if you have to move the door jam inside or in or out at a hinge, you can actually drive a nail in and sort of move if you the last sort of wrap of the hammer will push the door jam in just a little bit and we're talking about just you know a game here of sixteenths of an inch mm-hmm. at a time but if you do it just right you can actually get it to be level again and if worse comes to worse you'd have to pull off the casing and then re-level the entire jam but you can move it with nails forward backward in and at 
or you can even take out the screws from the hinges and replace it with longer screws, and that will pull the door one way or the other until you get it just right. But that's the reason that it's out of level. And besides checking the jam, check the outside edge of the door as well, because sometimes if the door is not uh, hung straight on the jam itself, the jam may be straight, but the door may not be straight on it, you'll pick it up there. But it's basically an opportunity to adjust the door jam is what's going to stop that from happening. Now, let me tell you, this is a perfect opportunity to look at the transcripts, because you just talked a mile a minute, and all I could think of was Euro hinges, which are fantastic to install, but when you get to the adjusting process, you're like, okay, this screw does this, right. this screw does that. So it's like, get the transcript, folks. Well, you know, some of the good doors, the exterior doors, have adjustable hinges on them now. Really? So they're starting to sell exterior doors with adjustable hinges. They're not quite as complicated to use as the Euro hinges, uh-huh. but they're, they're great. But they're for this exact purpose because houses move. They're always expanding and contracting. They're always shifting. And if they do, the door's not going to close quite right. And when it comes to an exterior door, if it doesn't close quite right, it's not going to seal right either. And then it's not energy efficient. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show, available 24-7, 365 at one eight 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 money pit And now at MoneyPit.com, you can also get fanware. Are you a proud Money Pit listener? Well, show it off with a mug t-shirt or a hat you can get logo gear plus some really amusing home improvement themed stuff yeah, i love these i think these shirts with. are great now your favorite shirt is the hosed shirt yeah i mean hosed is something that i would always say even before we put together <laughs> these t-shirts i'm like oh you're hosed on that one and you now, describe it it's a big picture of garden hose with letters like ed next to it garden hose. it's amazing it's the ed series you know hosed. exactly yeah we have hammered we have screwed, screwed we have an excellent of, one as well yeah we have a lot of fun home improvement themed gifts at moneypit.com com's new store so check it out it's at moneypit.com and thanks so much for spending this hour with us we have had a lot of fun hope we've filled you with lots of great home improvement information so go forth and build homes or as leslie says build big dreams i'm tom kreitler and i'm leslie segretti remember you can do it yourself but you don't have to do it alone For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done.